your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Most children back to school this morning following the Christmas and New Year break. How was it for you? Pandemonium or all organised or maybe a bit in between? We could all do with a little help and to chat to us more about getting children back into the routine this week. We're joined by Robert Rackley, psychotherapist in Limerick. Good morning to you, Robert. How are you doing? How are you? Um, What do you suggest that parents, I'm sure they'll be all ears, try this week if the children are not falling back into routine? First of all, I think everyone's going to be in the same boat here. So, no, you're not alone on this one. Um, it's a big old holiday. So this year, um, the run-in was very long. The holiday itself uh, went on for a good while. Um, people got very excited. Um, a lot of adrenaline running through the body. So there's a lot of lights. There's a lot of things to look forward to. And then children come out of that just like adults and they're a bit confused because all the lights are gone, all the fun is gone, kind of all the things they were looking forward to is gone. And so they arrive into um, what some people term uh, called ho- uh, post-holiday blues. Um, people, um, adults and children uh, both suffer from this. Hmm. I mean, I was doing my best at home, saying to our fella, oh, look, you know, it'll be great. Hey, back to see all your school friends. You haven't seen me in a couple of weeks. Yeah, all right, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> because you can't fool children, really, can you? No, they, they're noticing, I suppose, um, and it's great you're saying all those kind of comforting things, but uh, children are looking around at what adults are doing, parents are doing. Parents are stressed. They're coming back with the head down. They're not as optimistic as they were beforehand. Um, and if you think of that in relation to how the brain and body works, so um, in the build-up to Christmas and during Christmas, we go out of routine, but there's a lot of adrenaline used. And when adrenaline goes away, um, it makes things look disproportionate. So what that means is coming back into January looks significantly worse to the brain than it actually is because all of the days are just the same as when we started before. But the brain catastrophizes what this month looks like. And so what we're seeing, we see a lot of um, that on the roads. People are a bit frustrated with each other. Uh, Kids uh, this morning would have been a bit more out of routine than usual. And so the reason being is this out of routine and also the brain looking at the difference between December and January and completely catastrophizing what those things look like. Right. Not helped by the sort of weather we're having this morning, right? Fog. It's very cold. You probably had to spend a bit more time getting the car ready. And then you're concerned about timings and you're worried about road conditions. Absolutely. And with the children, I mean, the, the build-up of parents would have started last week, organising school, uh, getting all the, the kind of things that the child is not. They want to play with their toys. They want to be getting things under a tree. And now we're back to the mundane. So getting up this morning, uh, most uh, parents probably see in a different mood. Um, sleep has been a big problem. So the sleep has gone out of routine. Children staying up a bit later. They might have got electronic equipment for the first time that they're now using. Um, exercise might have gone down a bit and lots and lots of sweets so there's a readjustment process um, that can happen from this week Right, so do parents listening have to plough on get the routine up and running, stick to it despite the resistance from children that might happen for the first few days Absolutely. And when you put it in those terms, it does sound awful for the child, actually, because we're forcing them now into um, a routine that they probably don't want to do. 
Um, so I think the first thing to do is uh, for parents, be kind to yourselves. This is not an easy transition. This is a difficult one. And be kind to the child. The child is feeling this too. And I think if there was a little more space for both adult and child um, to readjust into January, and the way you also put it, it does sound quite negative, the whole thing. So there is a space here to keep this routine that has to happen, but more that the child has some choice in it, um, but also that it becomes a bit more fun. We're talking to Robert Rackley, psychotherapist here in Limerick. What about different age groups within the same home, different rules navigating this, for example, primary and secondary school ages? Absolutely. So there's got to be a massive difference between ages. And if we think of, um, I don't want to go back to the pandemic stuff, but we're still seeing some of the mental health effects. So that has to be factored in uh, to to all of this as well. Uh, children are finding this process much, much harder. Um, so if we think of... Um, Parents and, you know, parents will often say um, it is um, something that we just got on with. Um, and so that's something that we just got on with now is much more difficult for the kids post-pandemic. Um, so that's just something to factor in also. Okay. Uh, but presumably we can't expect too much from teenagers, you know, leading the way and setting an example because they're not crazy about this time of year. <laughs> Absolutely. So look, the routine has to go back into place. Uh, you've got to look at the electronic equipment um, and make sure that's not a feature at night time. Um, it's a good time to chat also. There are, there are mental health uh, issues uh, with children um, of both ages and they're not too young to have chats about this. So a good idea is when the child comes home today, have a chat with them. See how it was for them today. Did anything go right? Did anything go wrong? Is there anything they need support with? Watching for um, any changes over the next while. Um, things like increased uh, stomach problems, um, diarrhea, um, a lower mood than usual. If it goes that far, we've got to talk to um, somebody. Usually the GP is the, the first place uh, to start with that. But it is a lovely time to sit down, no matter what the age, and ask them if they um, are looking forward to things in January. Do something random. There's a weekend mm. coming here, um, and it will be, it looks like it's going to be dry again. Uh, so it is a time to um, hopefully um, organise something with your children that, you weren't, that they weren't expecting, and their brain will respond very well to that. Right, here's Dr. Sharon Houghton from the University of Limerick talking to us in the past on this and she mentions reward charts here. Take a listen. Now, if then on the morning that, that they are very upset or not wanting to go to school, um, first of all, I'd say to parents to maintain an attitude that the expectation is that if school is on, they are expected to attend and that the parents will support them with that. But at the same time, listening carefully and responding to those anxieties that children have. So again, even the night before, if the child is expressing anxiety, there may be little episodes of, you know, sore tummies, that sort of thing. Um, to, to talk to the child about that, see if you can what it is that might be worrying them. And sometimes those issues can be quite small and, and parents can 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 iron those out, can help to problem solve around those and make things work a little bit better. I think reward charts have, have often played a role in kind of behavioural um, reinforcement with, with young children and they have worked, they have worked well. But I, I would be very much of the opinion that 
we work in the, at an individual level with children. So reward charts work with some children, not with all children. And it, it very much depends on the nature of the reward that will be an incentive for an individual child, the age of the child, whether or not it's age appropriate. Um, so I would I would always take a very individualistic approach. You don't necessarily need charts with with older children, um, but you could have little rewards built in. I'm all for positive reinforcement for for positive um, behaviours, but you know the, the standard reward chart is not the be all and end all for for lots of children. Yeah. That's Dr. Sharon Houghton there from the University of Limerick. And uh, Robert, just very quickly, if there is something more significant, if you're picking up on it, well, that's where expert help from somebody like you, for example, may come into the equation. Yeah, and I think that was a really interesting point because children uh, may not be able to say what's wrong with them mentally, um, but they will always talk about physical pain. So if they are talking about any stomach, any other um, headaches, or that's where they'll let you know they're having mental problems and that's where we can ask them questions. All right, brilliant. Looking forward to chatting to you during 2024. Thanks so much for the advice about getting back into routine for children and parents. Robert Rackley, psychotherapist based here in Limerick. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.